Good evening, one and all, and welcome back to the wrestling podcast. That's wrestling spelled W-R-S-T-L-I-N-G. It's all of the graps, but without the E. But of course, me and G, we're not anti. No, simply pro wrestling. My name is Liam. This guy is Gareth. Hi. And welcome back, friends. Uh, last time we saw you fine folks, we were talking to young Miss Saruga. That was a really fun interview from my perspective. I really enjoyed that one. I uh, hope you guys all did too. She's always a riot. Yeah, she really is. She's a good laugh, isn't she? But here we are. We actually delayed the recording of this one because we were going to see some live wrestling Ooh. together for the first time in a couple of years now. Um, going up to London to see Pro Wrestling Eve's Global Women's Strike 3. We've also got some shows from DDT and MCW to get through. Just a word of warning, both to Gareth editing this and to anyone listening. I am recording this in my kitchen today because the usual office space is unavailable. So there may be interference from my cats. <laughs> Just a, a, a quick aside. The last time that I had to record a podcast in the same room as the cats was when I spoke to uh, Nakajima. And the little bastards just kept constantly knocking the, the laptop so it was wobbling like crazy so i could see nakajima answering and then looking at the screen quizzically whilst i tried to keep as straight a face as possible and it, it was it was terrible from my perspective he was an absolute champ and just kept going but yeah <laughs> anyway hopefully we won't get any such shenanigans this time um let's jump right into it then gareth that was a long old drive up to london it, it was it was it was a long old day but you know i can't think of a it, you know, a better day I've had recently other than maybe just to keep me out of trouble the day of my engagement recently. She's not listening. You don't have to <laughs> look, take it from one who knows. You can say what you want here. This is a safe space. But her housemate does listen. So oh, bugger. Okay, I take it all back. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so it was an it was an awesome day. A lot of driving for me, but totally worth it. Headed up relatively early and sort of set up camp at a nearby pub. And got some got some dinner before the show. It was a huge mistake. The pub was so loud. I had to strain my voice so hard to be heard. And by the time I got to the show, I could not bring myself to chant. Also, I just want to say to anybody who happened to see me there, I was having the worst hay fever day possible. So if you thought that I was crying during Tasha Moff Martina's entrance or anything like that, I mean, I do like the Moff, but it wasn't that emotional an experience for me. It was more that man... That rapesy just got me on the way up and it didn't get out again. So, yeah. <laughs> no, not a fun things. time for you. No, one of those things. But look, man, what, what a fun show to, to get back into. It's our second time uh, seeing Pro Wrestling Eve. I thought this was a wonderful card, actually. Yeah. I'll be honest, I had my reservations initially, not based on anything other than the fact that it was a card full of singles matches. Sure. And... Yeah, I was tentative about that sort of perceived lack of variety, but it certainly didn't feel like that once it got no, going. Every match not. was different, different vibes, different stories. And yeah, it was a really nice, easy watch. It absolutely flew by. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I think probably helped uh, even more so by the fact it's the first live show I've seen since I think February, February 2020. Right. So it just felt remarkable having wrestling going on in front of me again and, and being you know we were sat front row so being so close to the action as well you know nearly end up ending up with people in our laps 
ever, ever so occasionally on dives and things. Yeah, no, it's always good. I like that bit of jeopardy in my evening. But <laughs> not that you'd have been able to tell it from what I just said about hay fever. But um, no, I'm, I'm a daredevil, really. No, but it was a lovely show. I really enjoyed the um, the venue. Uh, yeah. 229, the venue. Um, New was, one on me. Yeah, nice space. Felt a little bit more airy um, than some of the places that we normally go and watch wrestling. So that was absolutely lovely. And hey, we got to meet some meet some friends as well. Yes, they're already sort of uh, in online pals, but now we've made some, you know, they're IRL pals now. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so shout out to everybody doing that. It was a real pleasure. And hopefully we can do it again very, very soon. I'd like that a lot. Yeah, um, absolutely. So anyway, let's get into this card, man. Well, for those unaware, it did start off on a bit of a bummer. Maxi and Paler, they were unable to, to make it. They're, they had the nightmare travel day and were in the air still after, uh, you know, at the beginning of the, certainly the beginning of the card. Yeah, that was a tough one. Absolutely. You don't, I can't imagine having a travel journey like that. Brutal stuff. So it did mean some sort of uh, switcheroos on the card and it certainly meant that Session Moth Martina got to live to fight another day. <laughs> well, who knows? I think, you know, the Moth looked really, really impressive. So I think she would have given Max a good match, mm-hmm. even though initially I'd forecast her to perish. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I run it all back now. So let's let's see that one in the future, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. But um, certainly from the get-go here, all the matches, all the matches really impressed. There was like nothing here that sort of felt out of place you know even with having to sort of move moves and stuff around like one thing i'll note from the show like everybody looked in phenomenal shape yeah it's like everybody been stuck in a gym right yes um which is <laughs> which look i know we're not in full-blown pandemic anymore but whenever i see people that are jacked to the gills after the lockdown i've had where i've gone completely the other way i just think how have you done it how have you done it <laughs> it's inspiring and also just sad but it, Excellent. Yeah, you're right. Everybody looks amazing. Yeah. yeah, the presentation was fantastic. And I just thought as well, like a lot of the wrestlers came across, I, I use the word tentatively, but they, they really felt like superstars. Yeah, you know, they felt like, larger than life, didn't they? Yeah, they? they're like, these are, you know, if you if we were to put together our, you know, UK five-a-side team, there's a few here that we want to get involved. You mm. know, um, Alex Windsor springs to mind. Charlie Morgan looked awesome. Like, yeah. I thought her gear was really cool. You know, th- these are the folks that we want representing. So, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I, I was dead impressed. Yeah. So the card started out with uh, Riho versus Ivy. Um, and I don't think I'd seen either of these ladies wrestle before. No. And, yeah, they, they both really impressed. Like, they both brought something very different. I thought Riho took the victory here uh, over a very game Ivy, who was protesting and saying that Riho was, was her friend. The whole way. Yeah, we should point out that um this isn't Rio Rio. This is Rio. This is a this is a different wrestler. Um, just just in case anybody's wondering, we have seen Rio before, not this Rio. Do you see what I mean? It's a different wrestler. Anyway, um, but yeah, she was dead impressive, actually. Lots of really cool, fun looking offense. Yeah, I really enjoyed Ivy. I like people that talk yeah. throughout matches from for a live show, you know, for the live audience rather. That's what you want. You know, you really get something, and she was good fun. That's something we we talked about at the show itself, you know, between ourselves, you know, we're saying there was a few people on this card that were really good at vocalizing the whole way through. So Ivy, Moth and Ava, Ava I think were both pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, Sky Smithson. Sky Smithson was great. Yep. Shoko, 
Emmy, yeah, all really good. Jetta, you know, the one, uh, you know, that probably like won in most of the matches that was at least that was very good at vocalizing and projecting. Yeah, and it's it's a big thing, you know, when I got, when I was training, it was one of the things that was really hammered home uh, to me by uh, David Sharp, the chap that was training me at the time at the Forefront Wrestling Academy in Swindon, shout out to them, um, that, you know, you need vocalization in matches, you know, not necessarily, that's not necessarily saying that you have to commentate your own match. You know, some people uh, like Ivy, for example, have the kind of chops where they can talk their way through it and it's good fun. But that's not necessarily what this is about. If you can do that, great. But even just grunty noises, effort noises, you know, you think that most of the the sport that you watch on TV, you're hearing noise uh, throughout. The pandemic was a really good illustration of that, actually, when there weren't uh, crowds in football matches, for example. You could really hear the cacophony on the pitch constantly, and there's no reason why that shouldn't be the same here. So it's something that's always stuck with me, and I do look out for for people that do it particularly well, and I think you named uh, most of the, the folks that really yeah. stood out there. It does make a difference. So yeah, so, you know, both the ladies in the in the first match are ones I'll be you know, keen to see, see again. Definitely. Moth and Ava, uh, we've seen Moth plenty before, but sort of she looked extra sharp here. Not this Moth. This was Super Saiyan Moth. <laughs> yeah, she she looked sort of the buffest I've ever seen her as well. And, you know, just everybody is in just phenomenal shape. You've got to admire that sort of dedication for a period like we've had as yeah. well. It's, it's yeah, you know, fair play. And which explains why, well, I suspect why no one was keen to have a slice of millionaire shortbread that I'd uh, I'd made post-show. <laughs> Everyone was like, no, I'm in too good a shape to risk. That's what I'm telling myself anyway. All but wily veteran Emmy Sakura. She knows yeah. uh, knows how to handle it. Yeah, Emmy and Dan were the only ones to take me <laughs> yeah. up the world. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. He had a busy night. He deserves a piece of cake. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, and I thought Ava looked really, just had great gear. Um, another one that kind of looks like a star, you know, someone in ascendance. Yeah, she had great poise as well. You know, it's an, another thing that I'm big on is uh, stage presence or ring presence, as it were. And that's a difficult one because you can't really teach it. There's little things that you can you can help people with to, you know, there's things that you can do to improve on that. But generally, it's a bit of an intangible quality. Mm. And she certainly got it. I was really impressed by her, actually. I think, mm. you know, you can just see in a, a year or two's time, she's going to be somebody that everybody's talking about um, and bubbling towards the top of yeah. cars like this. So, yeah, really cool to see. And uh, no idea where she came from. This is no. my first exposure to her. So, yeah, looking to... Not even a profile on Cage Match yet. Is that right? <laughs> So that oh, sort of speaks man. speaks volumes. You know? Cage match crew. Where you yeah. at? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then yeah, like the next match, Emerson, Jane, and Sky Smithson. Sky was just really so I what saw them wrestle for the on the on the previous Eve show I watched from the comfort of my own home and was really impressed. And even more so up close and personal. All of their offense just looks incredible. Yeah, totally, totally. And do you know what? What I really liked about Sky Smithson is how to describe Sky has a very different type of charisma. Yeah. It's just as engaging as the kind of charisma that you think about when you hear that word, you know, the, the mm. big elaborate presentation, but it's not that at all. It's, it's, it's low key. It's slightly menacing. It's, yeah. it, it's kind of a bit funny sometimes. I was just mesmerized is, is perhaps over-egging it but I was really drawn to Sky Smithson 
first time seeing them wrestle and I was very impressed. I wonder sort of how much of that has come from perhaps working with uh, Rhea O'Reilly. Yeah, great talker. Great talker. So Rhea is somebody that really can, has got that gift of the gab and, you know, got a lot of charisma. And I think, you know, some of that is definitely them being, you know, them being tag team champions. Uh, yeah. You know, some of that's definitely, I'm assuming, has rubbed off on Sky. Yeah, I, I would say as well, the biggest compliment I could pay Sky Smithson is I don't think I've ever seen anybody like Sky Smithson mm. before. Um, so yeah, very impressed. Keen to keen to see more now. Uh, so much of Sky's offense made me wince, like visibly wince, and you know while watching it, which I think is again is a huge compliment in in wrestling. I feared for you when you approached <laughs> after the show and offered some millionaire shortbread. I just thought there's a good chance you could get knocked out here. You <laughs> probably, know, this is not probably. this is not somebody that we want to cross. Cake should be well received, but we don't know. No, we don't know. We don't know. That's just how I win friends and influence people well, is, you, is baking diplomacy. You made it through, and that's yeah. a good thing because you edit the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you'd be in for a long night learning how to use Audacity otherwise. No, no, we wouldn't. We just our listeners would just have a really <laughs> choppy podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, let's move on. So we also had a dark singles match courtesy of the good folks at NXT UK, uh, which featured Millie McKenzie and Nina Samuels. Lots of fun. Really nice to see both of these mm. uh, wrestlers again. They were pretty prominent on the scene when it was exploding uh, pre-pandemic. And yeah, really nice to see them back again. They're both a lot of fun live, actually. And, and you know, Millie in particular is so wacky, isn't she? Yeah. Um, but just... You know, this this was a from a mechanical point of view, this is a very, very nice match to watch. They're just two very, very good wrestlers oh, absolutely. doing good wrestling things. So yeah. yeah. Just pure entertainment, wasn't it? That's it, one hundred percent. And then we went crazy. Yeah. We went absolute crazy with a match of the year candidate. And, and this was a banger. It really was. I was super pumped to see Shoko Nakajima, of course, but I was also very excited to see Alex Windsor as yeah. well. I hadn't seen Alex Russell, since she made her return from injury, uh, was a big fan previously. And yeah, this was just an absolutely class match. Could have topped the bill more or less anywhere, in my opinion. Just really good stuff. Went to the wire, you know, just inside the time limit. Mm -hmm. You know, edgy seat stuff. It was really, really good. What were you saying? Should have only paid for, you know, one third of my seat because I was right on the edge of it for, for this one. <laughs> yeah it was it was really really good stuff and just it was it was a nice clash in many ways because shoko is so much shorter than alex mm -hmm. so you had that kind of big wrestler little wrestler thing going on um alex's power game was really cool but shoko was you know shoko you know the yeah. speed was crazy the technique was crazy um stuff from the top rope a lot of it from the corner that we were sat by as well mm, which is awesome because yeah. It's one of those things that when you're when you watch on TV, you don't have an appreciation for just how <laughs> precarious the top rope really is. There's really no good place to stand. No. And you see that when you're looking up at somebody about a meter, you know, in distance from you, but you know, 10 foot above you. And yeah, it is 
gives you a whole new appreciation of the thing. I must say, when I when I trained, I hated being on the top <laughs> rope. Springboards, fine. Top rope, no, yeah. absolutely not. But anyway, these guys are way better than me, yeah. and they were just wonderful here. Some great dives. Uh, some yeah, like you say, some great stuff off top rope. Just seeing all of Shoko's trademark offense in the flesh felt just really special. Hearing her music hit and coming roaring out to the to the ring. The big kaiju. Yeah, it just felt really, really special. And I can't think of a better person to have matched them up with. Alex Windsor, I thought, gave as good as she got. Like, I thought she really felt like the one of the best, absolute best we've got on the scene. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this will end up being something of an audition for TJPW, but I'd love to see Alex Windsor go out there, you know, and, and do that thing. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. And, you know, they'd be very fortunate to have her. But yeah, this was this was good stuff. Really, really um, good stuff. You know, and like, like say, this went just about 45 seconds shy of the time limit. And I just, you know, it kept me biting right up to the end, you know. And then just Shoko finishing off with that massive top rope senton, which I loved a bit. Yeah, Kaz Hayashi used to do something quite like it back in the WCW days. And I used to adore that move. And you you rarely see a top rope senton, mm-hmm. you know, elsewhere. So, yeah, got a, that's got a special yeah. place in my heart, that Same. one. I would say as well the having the the time limit and the clock on the the Tron, if you like, yeah. is a really nice touch. I remember in the Sky Smithson match at one point, uh, Sky looked up at the clock, which I really enjoyed. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it felt very UFC to me, where you see fighters that mm. are maybe starting to fatigue a little bit, start looking at the clock, how much time I got left, and I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. But also in this match, you know, when we got past fourteen minutes of a 15 minute time limit i thought well we're, we're going to yeah draw. i think i turned to you didn't i and said oh you know this is probably going to the to time limit isn't it yeah and that really added something so from a presentation point of view i think that's a really nice touch mm, yeah so top notch loved the post-match you know little kind of hug in the corner yeah real real top stuff 100 seek it out if you haven't seen this match already if you weren't at the show seek it out this is a really really good match uh you'll thank us for it mm. All right, let's move on. Um, We were super duper excited to see another one of our former guests, which is another friend of the show. Another friend of the show, Uh, Emmy Sakura. Her entrance was massive. That was super exciting. (laughs) I was was so pumped when Emmy came out. And she was against the ace of Eve, Charlie Morgan, who again is like Alex, I hadn't seen uh, since she came back from injury. And like Alex, bloody bloody good mm-hmm. um just really good stuff it felt like a star to me as well you, know, you could really see where that ace of eve monica comes comes in you know felt like a big deal absolutely yeah 100 again it's like a quite a different match to shoko and alex emmy and charlie you know the the kind of disrespect from emmy at the beginning not shaking charlie's hands <laughs> you can't trust her Aki no. says it all the time you can't trust emmy i love i loved it so much and just kind of watching her live it really made me pre like not that i didn't appreciate beforehand but made me appreciate even more just like what a wrestling genius she is you know yeah. it just really felt like she was thinking three steps ahead in her like wrestling brain yeah it, it was a master class wasn't yeah. it it was like you know being in the audience for a billy Connolly concert or watching dame judy dench live at mm. uh, the theater you're watching a real you know, master of their craft operate and yeah yes. you're, you're 100 right you felt safe you know in the, in the palm of their hand you're just being maneuvered around as an mm. audience member and it was wonderful it really was and 
yeah i thought it was just i was blown away by it i really yeah. was as much as the the shoko alex windsor match blew my socks off as like a work rate match if you like equally this one uh, astonished me from just a what's capable what's possible mm. what's possible mm. in a wrestling ring this was wonderful yeah, real, real top notch. You know, yeah. These, these are the two matches. You know, if you've, if you've only got time to watch two matches on this card, those, those are the ones for me. You can watch them both inside half an hour, folks, as yeah. well. So you know, it's well worth doing if you get a chance. So we're, we're good. It's just made me want to see more of Charlie and more of Alex. Though you know, it's not despite both of them taking the the losses here. I don't think either are diminished in that loss. No, um, I think I think both looked really good even in defeats, which is a skill in itself, I think, to leave to leave an opponent looking strong and like fantastic in defeat like that. Yeah, definitely. It made me want to see them run it back. And it also made me really want to see Alex versus Charlie. Mm. Just, you know, two top draw wrestlers going at it. I'm sure it's happened plenty of times, but I haven't seen it and I'd really like to. Mate, how about either of Alex or Charlie against Asuka when they're over yo yo all right easy fella easy um okay let's head to the main event real quick as uh, as mark henry says um eve tile match it was uh jetta defending against casey an enviable task in many ways because you had the excitement of seeing the two import mm. wrestlers but i thought these guys did great yeah truly. casey was really cool last time i saw casey she wasn't doing the the, she didn't have the sort of same presentation oh, okay. as she had here, which is interesting. But I really liked it. Where had you previously seen her? I think I'd seen. I want to say in progress. I think I just have brain damage or something. There's all these people that you're like, oh yeah, we've seen them at this show, and I'm just like I have zero. Well, like Ricky Starks. Yeah, no, no recollection. <laughs> right, folks. Gareth and I have seen Ricky Starks and Aaron Solo when they were what they Team Tremendous or something like that. It's something it was an along attack those lines, show, wasn't it? An attack show, and you got no recollection of Ivan Man, which is, <laughs> which is wonderful. Um, but yeah, no, this was this was good stuff. Casey's a a really good badass bad guy proper mean as well you know really angry yeah but i liked it it was good stuff and uh you know jetta is a the quintessential good guy particularly in eve you know that's who you want to win in eve and you know if you followed followed her journey to to being the eve champion then you definitely don't want to see her lose it no. anytime soon so Absolutely not. yeah it was a nice way to finish the show i hope um jetta's all right she got a bloody nose at one yeah. point so fingers crossed no proper no, damage yeah, there. no broken nose yeah, and then after the match, uh, which Jetta won, Casey did attack her. To be fair, she did get the 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 visual pin at she one did, point yeah, when the like referee had been knocked out. Yeah. So you know she did have a gripe in in some ways, but Charlie and Alex came out for the save, and that was that. So a really fun, really fun show. I should say as well, we should point out. Um, I, I don't have the name to hand. Hopefully you can help me. But the compare I thought was really nice in this. Oh yeah, and no, I can't remember. No, Lola. I, I want to say something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was fantastic, wasn't she? I don't want her to catch wind of me not knowing her name because she sounds like she could verbally eviscerate yeah, me. Um, but I'm a big fan of wrestling promotions. You know, doing as much to have an identity yeah. as humanly possible. And clearly, Eve already has a very strong identity. But this kind of thing within the presentation adds a huge amount it's what attracted me to progress with jim smallman being mm. a comedian 
you know, his comparing was as much a part of the show as the wrestling in many regards. Absolutely. And you could kind of feel that flavor here. And, you know, sadly, I gather it's her last show for a while. But yeah, off to Vegas. Yeah, no, fair play. But uh, I thought she added heaps to the whole thing. So, yeah, it was really good stuff. I was very impressed as a whole by the way the show was put together and the the vibe of the whole thing. It was really yeah. good stuff. It's, it's really left me um, champing at the bit, wanting more. Um, you know, I really want to go to the the she one stuff in June. Um, whether whether sort of other commitments allow it remains to be seen. But yeah, we'll certainly be keeping a close eye on when uh, tickets go on sale for that. I think they've got a May May event coming up, so hopefully uh, we'll be we'll be back. Well, look, mate, we're gonna have to figure something else out because what I absolutely cannot cope with is another 3 a.m. <laughs> return home. Oh, my God, it was a long day. Look, friends, um, I'm, I'm 35, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a kid, guys, all right? Um, we can't be sh- starting shows at, like, 8 o'clock, and we can't be finishing them at, like, 11-something. You know, I was, I was ready to die. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, think, I think we pulled back into Salisbury at about, what, 2.30? Bro, bro. I was done. And then the next day was awful for me. It was tough. It was hay fever plus tiredness. My eyes could not open, you know, and I, I crashed out uh, about seven o'clock. I want to say I made it to seven and I was just out ski for the night. It was, it was a tough one, but look, you know, this is the price you have to pay for some quality wrestling. Mm-hmm. need to figure out a better way of doing it, you know, maybe get a hotel or something, but yeah. Yeah. Or just, you know, drink even more coffee. <laughs> just 50% coffee now. But there we go. What a lovely experience yeah, a lovely overall. Time. We reached out to some of our followers to get their thoughts on the show as well. And it, it sounds like, you know, from the couple of replies you had that the good times were pretty universal. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, Jason, Gary, both of whom we had the absolute pleasure of meeting at the show. And uh, like, as luck would have it, like completely unintentional we ended up sitting smack bang next to as well yeah jace gary and tommy yeah it was good stuff yeah it was so 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 nice to to catch up with those folks and these are guys that know their stuff as well it was wonderful hearing about um you know their trips to japan and so on so forth so yeah i'd love to just read their um thoughts on the show yeah yeah yeah, um, so gary said it was a first time attendee. I was thoroughly impressed with everyone on the card. I made a trip from Scotland to see Emi Sakura and Shoko Nakajima, but the show made me a fan of many, many of the other wrestlers too. I really feel like I was missing out by not watching Eve before now. So, you know, high praise there from somebody that knows his stuff. Yeah, knows yeah. his stuff, has, has great taste. Yeah. And then Jace said that he's Mr. Mid South 1984 on, on Twitter. Yeah, also runs the incredible uh, Pure J English account as well. If you're looking to get into Pure J, you'll find no better place to start than that there account. So he said, amazing show from top to bottom. It was great to see Emmy again after a few years. Every match delivered with a good mix of action, comedy and fun moments across the card. She Seeing Shoko versus Alex in a dream match and this, that show being the catalyst for finally getting to meet some friends I've made online in this community in real life as well really was the icing on the cake. Keep up the good work. Yeah. So, yeah, really, really positive feedback there. You know, it really felt like the crowd just left the building incredibly happy. Yeah, definitely. Everybody wanted to have a good time. It does occur to me, actually, that given the the credibility of the the, the folks we've just mentioned, you probably could have just read those tweets as opposed to listen to us babble on for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was really good stuff. Um, we queued up to meet Emmy and Shoko afterwards, which was an absolute pleasure. 
um got some pictures which is nice we should post those actually if we haven't already yeah um which is wonderful almost uh bilked poor emmy out of 10 pounds yeah, but you, you're, of course, a very honest yeah. man and made sure that she got her money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm just going to tell you something for real, because and I know you're not going to believe me. So Emmy offered me a game of janking, right? <laughs> I'm just going to tell everybody, there's not many things in life that I'll tell you I'm good at, but I'm a stone-cold killer at rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I know what you're going to do. And I, I tried to throw that game out of respect to legend, and, <laughs> and I still managed to win. I felt awful. but You're, you're I, a bad man. I got uh, a little choco um, off the back of it, which was lovely. Yeah. Just what a pleasure. What an absolute yeah. pleasure. And it's funny because prior to this, you know, you and I, we've talked about this a lot before off air. We're not folks that necessarily want to ever wanted to, I don't know, queue up and meet people. We just, you know, we love watching the wrestling and kind of leave it there. But we just felt so compelled having spoken to them on the podcast to just mm-hmm. say hello. And it was really, really nice. Really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it tickled me massively that... Um, Emmy didn't recognize you at the time because you weren't wearing your woolly hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to have to go full Brock Lesnar guy at all future appearances and just wear my uh, my little Carhartt beanie. That's your signature yeah, now. Apparently. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there was no excuses to why she didn't recognize me, but there we are. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but yeah, lovely little back and forth exchange on, it was on Twitter great. after the fact. Oh, just you know, <laughs> look, man, just to have somebody like that even vaguely know who you are yeah, is pretty yeah. damn cool. Like, yeah, I think that was the thing, like, we're not so sort of vain or silly to think that you know these these wrestlers both encounter so many people all the time and do so much press and oh mate you know, i didn't realize anybody listened until we met gary this yeah, weekend so <laughs> you know i think we both went in with zero expectation that there'd be any recognition you know <laughs> oh god yeah the last thing we're gonna do is say hello we're from the wrestling yeah, podcast. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine oh god Oh no, but it was great, man. Emmy went away with uh, three slices of uh, salted caramel millionaire shortbread back to Florida. Very nice stuff as well. I had some this morning, actually. Very Ooh. nice. Very nice. Right, there we go, folks. Wonderful stuff. We really did have a lovely time at yeah, Pro Wrestling. That, that about wraps up our, our Eve experience. Yeah, thanks, guys, at Eve. It was, it was a really good show. Hopefully, we'll be back. Yeah, absolutely. So, right, without further ado, let's do a quick whip round of the other wrestling we've just been watching very yes. recently. So yes, absolutely. I just want to talk about a very fun show we watched. Liam and I um, watched together, actually. Like I, w- I went up to his house recently and we watched the DDT Cominato Railway Pro Wrestling Show. Uh, <laughs> so this was the Fool's Count Anywhere uh, delayed entry battle royale on the train. <laughs> Let's be real. Anybody who's watching DDT and TJPW, the, the only thing they're really thinking about right now is Raku's trains. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's where we're at. And so watching this, this was this was the apex of that that whole mindset. It was great fun, wasn't it? Absolutely yeah, just crazy. Like good, silly stuff. Um, you know, much like the shows they've done, um, at like swimming pools and stuff like that. You know, just silly and an enjoyable way to spend. Like I think the show was about ninety minutes. Um, or, you know, maybe maybe just shy of two hours. Yeah, yeah, just, a little on the long side, arguable. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'd say I could have, I could have done with like maybe some tighter editing on the the tr- the actual train match itself. Yeah, but yeah, for or the most a shorter part, journey, which yeah, or a shorter journey. But yeah, generally, just certainly to like sit and chat and like have on. We really enjoyed just like seeing a bunch of our favorites uh, in a very unusual environments. Yeah, and shout out to Chris Brooks and Saki Akai for doing like ranas on the train and stuff. <laughs> that was very cool. Um, we were saying though, wouldn't it be fun if they did it over here on the tube? 
you That'd know, where you've got, it's, it's, it's pretty damn speedy. You've got stops every two minutes. You've got grumpy people all over the shop, like the one that accused me of kicking their guitar on our way to the Eve show. <laughs> I didn't touch that goddamn guitar. They were just hot and angry, but there we go. Um, yeah, I, I think that'd be really fun. So yeah. if any Brit rest company, you know, feels like they want to do that, or if DDT want to come over here, I'll be in full support. Yeah, absolutely. I just I just loved it as a concept. So having concept. that match on the train and then once you get to once it gets to its destination, all the passengers get off and then there's uh, a ring set up and a couple of matches go on. What a, what a lovely day out. Well, we've nearly completed all of the matches that we ever wanted to see as kids. You know, of course, WWF did the supermarket one back in the day. We've now seen one on the train has been football stadiums. The one outlier the white whale if you will is the airport match that's what i want to see airport match i want to see somebody slammed on that conveyor beta conveyor conveyor how do i say about conveyor belt there we go bit of english on the conveyor belt uh i want to see them pass through you know back into the the machine yeah i want all of that stuff airport match you know ddt if you're listening chocker pro if you're listening let's go let's make this thing happen yeah, so we had a couple of other six men tags on on the show once they reached their destination, uh, which you know were were good fun. I wouldn't say anything particularly remarkable, but just like good good action all round. Bit of a Sunday show, yeah, you know? yeah, nice a nice easy. chill, yeah, easy watch. Um, so yeah, just typical good DDT fun, one hundred percent. And then uh, down under as well, uh, we checked out. Uh, Melbourne City Wrestling's uh, latest effort, which was Vendetta 2022, um, which was headlined, of course, by a steel cage match with uh, the now pro pro wrestling Noah Star Slex and Rocky Monero. Um, G-Money, what were you thinking? Two two standouts here in the opening match, the tag team title match, which is the natural classic, Stevie Philippe and Tone Philippe um, defeating the velocities of Jude London and Paris De Silva. You know, I thought, that was a real good match, but I didn't feel like it was everything they could do. Like I feel like that they were holding something back. I feel like this wasn't, you know, uncut, unfiltered, unadulterated natural classics versus philosophies. And I think they've, I think they've got a better match in them, but not to say this wasn't a very entertaining match. Yeah. There's more to come, isn't there? They're probably keeping some powder dry. Yeah. So it was, and then like book it. So it was like bookended. And then, so then the main event, the steel cage match, Slex and Rocky Monero, Rocky Monero, like, lost i i'm not sure the last time i've seen someone lose so much blood in a match you know he's he a was, bad man he was just absolutely just pissing blood like when just a hell of a cage match um you know slack's got the victory there sort of slaying rocky Monero, who's been a real thorn in his side for months and months you know maybe years at this point with, with the sort of pandemic um and then the, kind of the rest of the show you know it feels like they're in the process of like rebuilding the roster. Um, I don't know if so. you saw like Royce Chambers has, has stepped away from wrestling, which is really sad. Oh no, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, that's a shame. And so he's he had to vacate his Intercommonwealth title. So they held a you know, match for the vacant title here, which um, Mick Moretti won um, over Matt Hater. You know, so that's Mick- exciting because Mick Moretti is very, very good. And I yeah. think do, does more stuff for PWA. So yeah, that's yeah. very so cool he's, that he's going to be here. He's also like the soul of PWA champion as well. So the Ascension tournament, um, there was two Ascension tournament matches. So the winner of the tournament gets a shot at the um, Intercommonwealth title down the road. Um, so I think the, the standout of this for me is Emin the Kids. So mm. he, he went over Jarvis here. 
Um, I think, you know, Emin the Kid is very, you know, is getting better all the time. Um, and somebody who I remember seeing quite a bit back when I was attending MCW shows live and in person was um, Jake Andrew Arthur, who's like a big bad dude, part of like a tag team when I remember seeing him. He's like wrestling singles now. So he's he's like a, he's like six, 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 seven, maybe like a big, big dude. He, I think has like a judo background. You know, used to wear a gi, I believe, if my memory serves me oh, correctly. Cool. So yeah, he went over here like in a, you know, in very convincing fashion. It was a fun show. Like, I wouldn't say it's like one of my, one of the best MCW shows I've seen, but there's two matches here that are real standouts and well worth your time. Definitely. And that's up on Fight TV, if you want to check that one out. Um, I would say as well, you know, these guys, I think... It's going to be interesting to watch MCW in particular over the yeah. coming months. You know, there's some room at the top now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, with Brooksy's doing big things in the States, Lexi's over in Noah. Um, Robbie, to... in, Robbie Eagles in uh, New Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So the, there's there's room at the top. So it'd be interesting to see who makes the jump up to the top of the card. Yeah. So hopefully um, Nick Burry will be uh, well you know, he's, he's slated, you know, he was injured for this, so he couldn't wrestle. He's, um, I think, broke his foot. Um, so next, he's he's scheduled to defend the title at the next show, though. So, you know, hopefully a speedy recovery for him. Um, just, I think, a combination of bad luck, um, uh, injuries, and, you know, talent moving on. Um, you know, there's there's kind of room for people to really kind of uh, take that next jump in, in MCW. Yeah, and if you've been paying attention, the Australian scene is kicking out some really, really good pro wrestlers right now. So in many ways, that's quite an exciting prospect to see who is who's going to be next up. But I think that pretty much does us for this here episode. I was about to say this week, but we're back on Friday. <laughs> uh, we got an interview episode on Friday. Should we just say who it is? Yeah, why not? Right. Okay. We've managed to do something special here. We have acquired a very special interview, a rare interview. Uh, it's not a wrestler, but somebody that has proved to be a gateway, a portal, if you like, to many wrestlers in DDT, TJPW, and Gambari. I speak, of course, of the legendary Mr. Haku-san. He's on the show. It's an interview. Mr. Haku, we're going to dig into his background, find out all about where he comes from, uh, his history in wrestling, and I suppose more importantly, what's next? He's got some very, very exciting things on the bubble. So yeah, do join us on Friday for that, for an in-depth chat uh, with wrestling's most loved translator. <laughs> anyway, I think that pretty much wraps us up, folks. Um, thanks as always for joining us. Do let us know what you think, any thoughts, comments, all that stuff on social media, Twitter and Instagram. It's at WrestlingPod, that's Wrestling About the E. Drop us an email, wrestlingpod at gmail.com. Again, wrestling about the E. All the links you could ever possibly need are at wrestlingpod.com. Links to personal bios, places to listen, places to download, places to share the podcast to. Also places where you can leave us a review or rate. That helps us out a huge amount, particularly of acquiring more interviews. So if you do have time to do that, we'd be very, very grateful indeed. And that's us. So we'll see you Friday, friends. Thanks so much for hanging out as always. And in the meantime, stay happy, stay safe, and enjoy the graps. 